you haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Oh, we're Outdoor Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. I'm going with you for the next 40 minutes, maybe only 30 minutes. We're going to go uh, short and fast today. Totters, I just pushed a button and it played like the drop played. What do you, what do you think? You didn't have to do anything. I think you got it. I think you got a nice new toy for Christmas. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. Oh, that is convenient as F. AF. <laughs> I tell you what. So and we'll do it again here in just a second. Uh, let's tell you about today's show. Uh, of course, with me, the best co-host in all the land. Uh from his home studio, Todd at the Top, I'm hanging out here in Banyan 1 inside the Monarch, in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District here in Ogden. Uh, we have a weekly happy, includes a moose loose on the slopes, give you a quick trip report, uh, pro tip, uh, trails are a mess, give you some on the docket in the news, including a little cottonwood gondola, deepest snowpacks um, a report, Sahara snow, Great Basin Reservations, Snow Cave Survival, Tour de France of Skiing, Dick's out, New Outdoor Focus, and the Surf Expo in Florida. Give you something worth watching, a Gear 30 segment quote of the week, and an outdoor jukebox. All of this and more even on uh, episode Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show uh, 364, Low Tide. So let's charge. Summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. Just the push of a button, man. Just the push of a button. And then we hear all about Todd to the top. Um, so Todd, how was your week so far? Uh, back to school again. And so, mm. um, just back to balancing life between, uh, working from home, uh, and then also the grad program that I'm in. So another busy semester, but, uh, I think I told you my classes this semester consist of fundraising yeah. and grant writing. So yeah. very beneficial. Hopefully it'll trickle into real life as well, which I'm sure it will. Cause we have a, another grant cycle opening up for uh, Ogden arts. And so yeah. just wait till you see that nice new grant. Wow. It's going to look good. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, it's going to look good. Yeah. Um, but otherwise just keep them busy. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, so I've got a weekly happy. Do I need to share my screen? I guess. Is that how this, let's see. If you yeah. want to. Yeah. Well, I think you should be able to watch this. So, um, one, it's fun for me to be able to follow. Yeah. How do I share? Share. Oh, there we go. All right. Eh? And then, so let's cruise on over here to the internet. Um, this is a moose on the loose on the slopes uh, in Colorado. Here he's loose. Uh-oh. Right Look down. Look how big he is. Don't know what to do. He's on the magic carpet no. ride. That's it, a big boy. Yeah, he's big boy. So let's watch, let's watch that again. Yeah, and the, there's a little tiny uh -oh. girl right there trying to learn how to Look ski, how and this he is. giant moose is hauling yeah. through. 
Because it's not officially ski season unless you got a moose on the loose. A moose on the loose. That is, uh, yeah, good point. In Colorado on the bunny hill. So kind of funny. Uh, well, what uh, what animal was it that you was it last year or the year before? Um, there are skiers and snowboarders coming down. Was it was it a moose? Was it oh, elk? and they was hit? It, didn't they hit the moose or something? Or I can't remember. It was definitely something, or they just got around it or something. I don't remember. Anyway, mm. those moose are no joke. Yeah, they're very very large, and you don't want to mess. Was with it them. going down for a beer? Looked like it was heading towards the lodge. And it and by the long shadows, it looked like it was nearing beer thirty. So <laughs> I think that's where the moose was headed. Oh, it loves that. It loves it. Loves the social distance. It just works its way right down that slope. Oh no yeah. I think he was oh, actually I think he was looking to not social distance. Yeah, he was just going right <laughs> through the crowd. <laughs> Like you guys, you guys have been away for far too long. I'm gonna introduce myself. My name is oh, Moose, and it's beer thirty. Uh, low, <laughs> low tide out there on the trails. Went for a hike on Indian Trail on Sunday. Uh, Bring spikes because trails are icy, also muddy in plenty of spots, and and then dry dirt. So it's this random combination. We are expected to get a storm this weekend because right now we are at low tide. We went over this in last week's show. We're 50% of snowpack, and um, this weekend storms, hopefully it will fill in the base, which was supposed to be done back in December. It has not been, not been done yet. So low tide on the slopes. The trails are a mess. It's beautiful out, sunny, 40 degrees. It's nice, but... As far as winter conditions, it sucks pretty much. So there's your, there's your trip report. On the docket, Weber State University Ski Day at Powder Mountain is January 23rd. If you're a student, that's where you need to be. It's 50 bucks for students. Uh, fun series, fun new series at Roosters B Street. And there's only so many people who can attend the live, the live session there at B Street. It's upstairs in the something room. I can't remember the name of the room upstairs at B Street. Uh, but it's broadcast on YouTube live, also on Ogden Avalanche's Instagram live. And I'm hoping that tomorrow night when, because I run the sound, but we didn't run any sound to the Instagram and the Instagram sounded like crap. So we run sound pro sound through YouTube. So if you watch it live on YouTube, that's the best place to watch these uh, speaker series live from Roosters or, or get the narrow version. Cause you know, you can only do the live on uh, Instagram, like with vertical, right? Not, not horizontal. You don't get the full picture, but, uh, the, we use like my, my, um, Sony camera for the video on YouTube and I run the sound and it's, it's great. Uh, so this week's topic is terrain. It's from six, six to eight ish. It's usually only an hour, six to seven, but we put six to eight. Um, and then on January 26th, uh, there's the WSU Dawn Patrol. Uh, you can sign up through that through Weber State University. On uh, January 28th, it's the WSU Full Moon Snowshoe at Wheeler Creek. And then the Rooster Series, Ogden Avalanche Roosters B Street Speaker Series returns on the 28th of January. So you do the math here. It's all it's every Thursday evening. That one is Snowpack. And then again on February 4th, that one's Avalanche Accidents. And each week it's a different speaker. And then finally, the 11th is uh, Rescue. And so there you go. There you got something to do on Thursday nights. Uh, if you can't make it out to 
Uh, B Street, uh, please watch live on YouTube or on Instagram for those. They're a lot of fun to do. So, and they're they're fun to watch. On the docket, it's fun. We don't have a lot on the docket, so because of because of the pandemic. So this is these are the types of things, types of events you gotta gotta do now. In the news, in the news. Well, you know, I think Salt Lake's gonna get a gondola before Ogden does. So there you go. Um, Right up Little Cottonwood Canyon, Utah Governor Spencer Cox is leaning toward an eight-mile gondola to alleviate traffic in Little Cottonwood. There's a little picture here on unofficial networks. Um, it's There's got like a base station. They'll build a little house down there for the base station, and it'll have a couple of drops. You'll have an angle station, and then the snowbird station, and an Alta station up Little Cottonwood. It's because there's way too much traffic. You know, here's a little rendering um, for those of you watching the video, which you can watch these on YouTube if you're listening to this, um, of what it might look like, a rendering of the gondola base at the Lakai restaurant, which is not a bad area down there if, for those who are familiar with the with the area of Lakai. So, yeah, pretty nice. Uh, what would you do to alleviate traffic in big and little Cottonwood Canyons? There is a little... Uh, you can you can submit your answer here on unofficial networks. Gondola, a cog railway or train tram. I don't not sure if I know what that is. Enhanced bus system, or a uh, nothing. Just do nothing. Just don't drive. Take the bus, the current bus system. I don't know. Thoughts? What do you think? You're, you're pro gondola, aren't you? I am pro gondola. I I like. Uh, you think it'll help? You don't think it'll help that much? Well, that's the thing. Like, you can only fit so many people on there, you know. But the nice thing about that is, um, actually, you can fit quite a few people on there. Say a gondola fits 50 people. I mean, Snowbirds fits a, a ton. So um, 50 people, that's that's maybe 25 cars or something that's not going up the canyon on that particular run and then i don't know how many gondolas you can attach to it but if you're running one every 10 minutes or something you can move some people up and down that can't yeah these are the those are it's a that's a good question um i i'm curious i don't know i mean i'm you know me i'm not a huge huge winter person but uh i didn't know if there was if it was more novelty than than helpful but uh i'm sure it won't hurt uh as far as cars go you know what's the What's that thing called that runs on above Disneyland? Like in Disney World, the the little train thing that's on platforms. Oh, the like the little monorail thing. Monorail. I love monorails. Monorail that shit. Just from up the canyon. (laughs) Yeah. These, I mean, these are real questions. Though population, you know, increases and popularity increases and. no, my, people are living longer and, you know, all the things. So My my favorite place where I think uh, monorail definitely needs to be is is Yellowstone uh, to eliminate traffic on the roads. And then there's so many tour buses, so many tour buses. If And, and most of the tour buses don't um, stop at wildlife. There's wildlife tours. The tours stop at wildlife. But if you're um, in, from most of the tour buses are filled with, filled with uh, people from out of the country, right? And then they just go right to the hot pots or right to right to Old Faithful, right to the canyon area. Uh, but if it was a monorail, you just zip over there and then no animals get hurt because you're not running 
traffic through the road. I don't know. That's my idea, but it's probably outrageously expensive. All right. Where are the 11 deepest snowpacks in North America right now? Not here is what you're saying? Right now. Well, yeah. Texas. I don't know. I mean, it's not in Utah. So what the crap? Uh, Alieska Resort in Alaska, 180 inches is number one. So there there you go. I mean, Alaska. You got to go north, my friend. Go north. Summit at Snoqualmie, Alpentail, Alpentail, whatever, Snoqualmie, 152. Mount Baker, Washington, Washington, 145. Uh, Mount Seymour, BC, 140. You got to go north. Cypress Mountain, BC, 122. Mount Washington, Alpine Resort, again, BC, 120. British Columbia is killing it. Mount Hood, Meadows in Oregon, Grouse, Grouse Mountain, BC, 117. 117. Sasquatch Mountain. Do they have Sasquatches there? I don't know, but they got snow. One one eleven. They must have at some point. I mean, that's where the name comes from. Yeah, somebody, obviously. somebody, maybe Sasquatch family founded that resort. I think you might be onto something. Eagle Crest, AK one hundred four. So yeah, I mean, you got to go north. There's not. It is not dropped on California or uh, Colorado or Utah. We don't have snow. It is low tide, which is the name of this week's episode. But guess who has snow? Africa's Sahara Desert. Uh, temperatures plummet to 27 degrees. Now, this is, isn't quite unheard of. It is, uh, I can't remember. Oh, see, it says, first, first Sahara Desert snow in 37 years. Wasn't there a movie we saw at Banff that talked about the desert and the, it snows there on occasion? Yeah, I don't think, when I was there, I don't think I got any snow. But, it, I mean, it got cool, though. Like, especially in the evenings. Like, it got cool. Yeah, and the um, pictures, the photographers are, like, freaking out right now because that – that's like money. If you can find the Sahara Desert with good lighting and snow, snow on the red, orange sand or whatever, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's just stunning. Yeah. It looks good. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. And the camels are like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't even know what this white stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> why Why am I holding water? Uh, okay. Yeah. It's all over us right now. Okay. Great Basin National Park. Uh, campgrounds are now available for reservation. I say this because typically Great Basin is very underutilized. A lot of ton of people go there. It's beautiful. It's in the middle of nowhere, Nevada, uh, in the West Desert of Utah. Um, so is it in Utah or in Nevada? Um, I know you have to drive through Utah to get there. It might be right on the border. Um, but the campgrounds are now available for reservation. So if you're looking for stuff to do in the spring or summer, it's a great place to go. Uh, fall too, actually. Fall is really pretty there. I, I like Great Basin National Park. I'm just throwing it out there. More people should go see it. Spread the love. A missing team built a snow cave to survive in the backcountry. The South Caribou Search and Rescue Team posted an incredible story about a teenager who did everything right once he realized he was lost on a snowmobiling trip. The teen acted responsibly, this is from Unofficial Networks, by staying put, parking a sled in an open area, built a snow cave in a wooded area for warmth and protection, and it's such a relief to hear a story of somebody surviving a backcountry incident for once. Props to the kid for his backcountry safety knowledge and for the South Caribou search and rescue team for their efforts. 17 years old and doing everything right. So there you go. The world. We see that snow cave. That's pretty deep snow. It Yeah. They got snow there, wherever that is. Where did I say yeah, okay. it was? Good for him. Keeping his cool to keep warm. To keep warm. South Caribou. Where is that? Searching. I wonder where that is. What? Good job, kid. 
Good job, kid. I never heard of this event. Uh, Jesse Diggins, the first American uh, female, Jesse. Jesse's a, a female. First uh, American to take the eight-day stage race in Italy. Uh, it's the Tour de France of skiing, I guess. I'd never, I don't even know what this is. I never heard of this. The This is on Outside Magazine. The 10-kilometer skate climb in Val di Fiume, Fiume Frulla, Italy, is one of the most grueling courses on cross-country skiing's World Cup circuit. After a fast, a few fast, mostly flat kilometers, athletes push and glide 1,300 vertical feet to the finish line midway up Alp Sarmis, an alpine ski hill. At its steepest, the grade reaches 44%, which is pretty, way steep, actually. Spectators on their alpine touring gear will have their heel risers in the highest position. Yeah, this thing lasts days. And on Sunday, 29-year-old Jesse Diggins uh, ground her way through the last stretch of the climb and exhausted, attempted to raise her hands overhead in triumph before flopping face first in the snow. She'd finished second place in the race and first overall in the stage race, the only North American in history to achieve such a feat. Wow. I saw another story, though, about people that had frostbite and stuff because it was such a long, cold race that uh, you get frostbite on their toes and things. This is a really long story from outside. I say power to them, but that sounds awful. <laughs> it just sounds awful. It's just cold and uncomfortable for days. So wait, you're not. And if you do it right, if you do it right, you're going to get frostbite, and that—that's probably if you're doing it right. You're—you're you're not well, signing up for this next awful. year, then, huh? I am absolutely not going <laughs> to sign up for that next year. <laughs> All right. Uh, read this interesting story. Okay, so if you remember, Dick Sporting Goods after what was it, the 2018 shooting of? Oh crap! What was that shooting? It was a bad deal. Um, it's in the story somewhere. Uh, 2018 Florida, oh, Parkland. Yeah, the Parkland, Florida mass shooting. Dick's Sporting Goods said, all right, we're not selling any more guns. So they got rid of all the guns. Um, well, I didn't know this, but Dick's Sporting Goods owns um, a store, uh, stores that are more outdoorsy called Field and Stream. They're the, um, well, outdoorsy. It's a hook and bullet store, Field and Stream. And uh, they pulled the guns. And so it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do? We're gonna, So they're going to, this year, 2021, they're taking two of their field and streams and essentially turning them into uh, Dick's Sporting Goods versions of REI. Um, and then it's an interesting article. This is on S News because I guess Dick's bought, especially after a retailer chain, small chain back east, years ago and they went out of business so that didn't work out so is it going to be different this time well dick sporting goods hopes so although the counter argument in this article was um you don't just put a bunch of gear in a store and think that it's going to work galleons trading company was the was the company that they bought into that dick's sporting goods bought in 2004 they had 47 stores in 21 states and now it's like gone um but the the counterpoint was, well, you got to train. You have to know how to um, boot fit. You got to know how to pack fit. You got to know the local trails. You need to know climbing equipment. You got to you have to hire these employees that know how to do the right things. And so, can Dick Sports do that? Maybe, maybe I don't th see it as a big deal necessarily. But then again, I'm in the specialty outdoor retailer space, um, and I've said it for a while now. But nobody challenges REI. So we'll. Uh, at least on the brick and mortar side. Well, actually, I mean, their numbers on the e-com side will blow your mind, but um, 
maybe Dix can can do that. Who knows? They're gonna they're gonna start with two in twenty twenty one and see if they can step into the sort of outdoor specialty shop space with two of their current hook and bullet stores. Look for that. Wasn't Galleons? I think. I think before it was Dick's down at the Gateway. I think it was Galleons. You might be I'm right. I'm familiar with Galleons. Oh yeah. I remember they had uh, a little bit more affordable gear. Yeah. But it was it was a big store. It was like bigger than REI size. It's one of the. It's. I mean, it was a a big event space. I mean, it's multiple levels, if I remember right. A lot of hunting. A lot of hunting. Well, what's the store in in Sandy that's huge? It's a sporting goods store. It. I don't know. No, it's a different. No, it's different. Anyway, but I, I, do I remember, think of it like that. I think, I think that Dick's used to be Galleons down at the Gateway because mm. I used to go down over there. But I mean, it when it switched to Dick's, I thought still it was the same thing, more or less. You more know? or less, yeah. They you just, could kind of walk through it, you know. But you I don't sold more baseball a lot of stuff bats. There. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, right now I shouldn't be talking to you from Banyan One. I should be talking to you from the Winter Outdoor Retail Trade Show in Denver. But of course. For the second year now, or no, we went last year, but the second show, because it was canceled in um, summer, but I was there this time last year and it was Is it going really on right fun. now? But it's going on, well, it's going on virtually because it's not going on in, in oh, person. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, so the point is that Emerald Holding Inc. staged a live surf expo in Florida though, uh, about two weeks ago or a week ago. Yeah. January, on January 2nd, let's see. It was the huh. largest. Anyway, so they, yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, it's like it's a pandemic, but uh, Florida let them host it and they pulled it off and there was, it was well attended and um, so far so good, I guess. So then the question here at the end is like, okay, well, uh, then will summer outdoor retailer happen? Because um, that's not until June. And if enough people get the, get the shot and enough people, and they already, they just pulled one off in surf one maybe not quite as big but in in florida should should outdoor retailer return in june and the answer is essentially well we'll see what denver says right now uh their regular contact with denver officials on the status of the venues hotels public gatherings and so forth on the monitoring health and safety guidelines so yeah we'll we'll see but um well one yeah one, the one, the only thing i'm curious about with those big events or even just smaller events too is just all of the how much prep time do you need to get it set in motion, right? Like how far in advance do you have to plan and how last minute can you wait? You know what I mean? Like, do you have to start booking? I think you got to right now for it. Yeah. You got to make some decisions, right? Because even just as a visitor, I want to book my airline tickets early and my Airbnb or whatever early, but I don't think we're going to, get around to that stuff until a, a March, April, May, which then the show's only a month away. So that's pushing it for summer. We'll it's see. It's like right there on the, yeah. if it was a, if it was in the fall, yeah, I'd probably go for it a little bit yeah. more confidently. I'm glad I'm not making that decision. No, because one of those. they want, I mean, you want to make your money back cause you had shows closed course, and yeah. you want to get your, get the, get the band back together, you know, like, yeah. and you're excited to get, <laughs> yeah. you know, to get together again. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Oh man. Okay. So, uh, worth watching a show called burlaps. I just, I don't know what, uh, oh, that's a sexy name for a show. Well, I don't know what to expect. I did not watch any of this. Now this is 10 minutes long. 
Uh, but it says this could be the best ski snowboard film of the season. Let's play the intro and see. I mean, again, we could be shocked Who by what we that see. Burlaps? Did Burlap say it was the best? Yeah, Burlap. Yeah, no. It was somebody else. <laughs> That's funny. We're starting a little kind of artsy shots. Ooh. Oh, hand plant on skis over some pow rocks, pal. What? You can you can do that backwards. You can ski switch, yeah. This is very nice. I'm kind of digging this. I like the vibe that's so far. That's some deep snow. Yeah. Probably filmed last year. Typically, that's how it goes. They're all filmed a year in advance. Yeah. I know Bryden's trying to film a snowboarding film right now, and he's he just left for Alaska because there's no snow around here. Oh. Didn't make that yeah, one. Yeah, about right. You got to go north, huh? Yeah. Well, this isn't bad. I'm digging the vibe of this. Kind of a slow, slow burn start. Yeah. I like our podcast only listeners find us on YouTube. You can watch this uh, along with us here. It's a good way to check out the music. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's a little teaser, a teaser, if you will, burlaps, B U R R R L A P laps with the Z. Uh, yeah. There you go. Is checker had the name of the film or is that the group? Yeah, I don't know. The no burlaps. I, like I think. Checker I th head, yeah, checkerhead. I don't know. Checker space head. Checkerhead. Checkerhead. Checker uh, burlaps <laughs> by checkerhead. I don't know what that is. Uh, Gear thirty segment. Visit gear thirty dot com for all of your especially outdoor needs. Did you see the article we posted? I probably beginnings. I, I mean, you liked it on Facebook, but I don't know if you saw it. So uh, gear thirty. Yeah. Who wrote that? We have a new blogger. She's fantastic. McKenna. Uh, yeah, she's great. So she interviewed Mark, the owner, and myself. And we just, really, I wanted people to know why Mark wanted to start an outdoor specialty retail store. And it was a, a, a bad tent situation in the Wind Rivers and some other things that he was like, man, if I ever have the money, I'm going to have a store that only sells good stuff. And that's what he did. He started a shop that only sells goods. We sell premier mountain equipment for a reason. That blog is up at gear30.com. Check it out. It's It's got some fun pictures attached to it. So um, you kind of see the construction, the empty lot. That was where Gear 30 went or is sitting now when it was empty eight years ago, nine years ago. But yeah, so kind of explains why we sell what we sell. Which is cool. I like that story. I, th I I don't know if I'd heard that before. It reminded me a little bit of, remember Barry Barr's story for Kavu? Kind of a similar thing where he he designed something that was frustrating the hell out of him. Yeah, yeah. you got your clear above. Adam. Yeah, clear above. So Kavu, uh, this, the K for clear and above. Um, uh, and then what was the second part? Kavu, visibility unlimited. Uh, visibility unlimited. unlimited. That's what the bush pilots in Alaska say before, you know, when they're calling into the, the, the before takeoff and they say, yeah, clear above visibility, unlimited take, take off. 
And Bill, you're right. He was like, you know what? But he was losing his hat, if I remember right. And so he came up with that strap hat. The strap hat. Cinched down so he wouldn't lose it. Because he was a fisherman. But it was just, yeah. 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 But it, it had to do with the single piece of gear that was frustrating him. And so yeah. that's kind of what got it started. So it reminded me of that. And I'm like, that's a great story. Also, you may see DeKine, the brand name DeKine everywhere. You know where I saw a lot of it was up on campus. They have a lot of backpacks that are DeKine. You also see a lot around town. It's the tailgate pads for your mountain bikes. You know, it has DeKine on it. Dekine, if you remember, started as a surfboard leash company in Hawaii because the waves are so big that they would break the leashes all the time. And some the owner, Dekine, was like, you know what? I'm going to make a burly leash, surfboard leash, name it Dekine, and now they're worldwide. So a lot of times these, yep. these brands start with Kavu, like with a hat. Um, outdoor re- research started with gators. Dekine started with the yep. surfboard leash. And you know, Dekine is just, it's a sort of local Hawaiian slang. Like two words, da and kind. So it was kind of based from that too. Do you know what my, it means? My small time in Hawaii. That's where that Dekine comes from. And I can't remember how it's used exactly. It means like the kind or, you know, like huh. a little what's it or something. So yeah, yeah. They have their own little just, language that I dig up, up in Hawaii. Yes. They have some yeah, cool, exactly. cool sayings. Yeah, I love that. Which I think I learned half of them from Dog the Bounty Hunter, which is probably really bad. But yeah. <laughs> I've oh. never seen an episode of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, you got to watch an episode. Out on life. <laughs> you got to watch at Is least one episode. On? Uh, uh, no. Well, his wife died. Um, and oh, it was. Geez. I think he's already dating oh, somebody. I never new, saw but, that. I know. Yeah. I don't even know if I've ever seen fully an episode of Cops. It always reminded me kind of of those, you know, those real life ones. Yeah, for sure. I, feel, I am missing out. So I'm he, absolutely missing out. He's famous for not carrying like firearms. Like he was just carry like uh dog. Dog dog. Uh dog Chapman. Um tasers and other things. Spray, pepper spray, but he would get the bad guys, man. That was his job, bounty hunter. He All was right. a pretty significant dude too. Like he was a he's a pretty big guy. That's got to be somewhat intimidating as well. Yeah, he's getting he's getting on the wrong side of age as a lot of us are now. So he's at, at his height. I remember he uh, he was very muscular and he had a wicked uh, mullet. Still has a wicked mullet and still like his half his chest is always showing. Like you know, it doesn't matter. All the chest. Listen, prob- you get what you pay for. That's, uh, we're paying for that. You know, he probably ski when he goes skiing. Like half the chest still showing. You don't cover that. <laughs> chest up uh this week's quote of the week the true hero is one who conquers his own anger and hatred the dalai lama uh thank you to banyan one and todd's home studio for powering today's 364th episode of the ogden outdoor adventure show look for us on hey uh follow us on youtube and as my as every single kids youtube says smash that like button um smash it smash it so just Make it hurt a little when you do that. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that was a seamless transition from Dog the Bounty Hunter to the Dolly Lama. Nicely done. Thank you. you. Planted it well. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. That's why we're here. We're pros, Todd. I think Todd. if you would have told me before, I'm like, how, how are you going to land that? And you, you, you nailed it. You landed it. Like butter, you know? <laughs> Just smooth. 
God. Oh, that was great. That was great. <laughs> uh, DM us on Instagram. Hit us uh, at Ogden Adventure. I share when you tag us at, at Ogden Adventure. I, t- I like to share those. So on our story. So do that. Uh, sifting through hours of crappy music. Why? So you don't have to, of course. Um, let's see. This. Let's see. Change is coming. I think is the name of this one. Let's, let's start it rolling. It might be kind of loud, but. Uh, Changes coming. Oh, yeah, there we go. Name of the group is Winter Woods. As John Muir would say, mountains are calling. We must go. Let's go.